up, everyone? Welcome to the 518th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello, hello. In this bright, wonderful early morning, we're up. I've been working for technically two hours. Steve, you just rolled out of bed. How you doing? God, this not, early not, time frame. Not great. Too early. <laughs> Very tired. How is the Taco Bell? No, we're going tonight. We're going tonight. I thought that was yesterday. I'm pretty sure the thing said Taco Bell on Tuesday. No. Or Taco Tuesday. Sorry, it is it is tomorrow. We were going what? to we're sorry, we're, it is tonight. It is we're recording this on a Wednesday. Normally we record on Sundays. We're recording very early because I'm about to leave for Milwaukee. It's never been Taco Wednesday. <laughs> You're right. So hopefully Taco Bell's not busy. I mean they're gonna be closed. They only open on Tuesdays. Will is here. <laughs> I invited a handsome local gentleman to go to the new fancy Taco Bell with me to get the scoop because they live in that neighborhood, and I was denied. <gasps> because I got the, like a, a heck of the Taco no. Bell. They don't eat Taco Bell. Oh what? wow! They're too good for the border. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they use that saying anymore. What? Make uh, a run I, for the border? Isn't a Viva? No, I, they don't so use that do, anymore. How either. would I even know what anybody advertises anything? <laughs> I I do get ads on Paramount Plus because I'm not paying the extra five dollars to not watch the ads, but all of my ads are still for adult retirement is there, communities. Is there a new slogan? Live Moss. Oh Live Moss. My, yeah, 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 yeah. Which oh, is drop the chalupa. Live what? <laughs> live more? Live fast? Yeah, it's like live more. Live more. I, uh, if I'm living more, it's not by going to Taco Bell for don't a you? They brought back burrito. the Mexican pizza, dude. That's true. They got Mexican the Mexican pizza, pizza back. back. Gross. It's pizza and it's Mexican. What more What's can you What's amazing want? about... Like, Look, I've had my fill of taco pizzas from the eighties. No, no, it was no. a fad and it was bad. <laughs> this is this is this. It's even worse. It's like the amazing thing about the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell is it's literally something you could have made in your dorm room at one point <laughs> out of desperation. It's like, oh, I've got flour tortillas, I've got grated cheese, and I've got dinty more beef stew. I'll stack them on top I'll of stack each it all other together and, call and it beat a it up. Pizza. <laughs> Uh, we don't have a terrible amount of news uh, happening this week, although it is halfway through the week, so who knows? Maybe they'll do a raid event on Thursday night like they always do. And the reason we're recording early is because it is Milwaukee Regionals, so I will be going back to Milwaukee for the first time since I left Milwaukee. It's going to be so different, you are not going to recognize be it. be amazed. They have moved all the districts around. All the bricks are different colors now. <laughs> all third, the, uh, the third ward Altar- is now called Seventh Ward. <laughs> all the Altarias have closed. Yep. No, they're called Collectivos. I thought they were still called Altaria in Milwaukee and Collectivo outside of Milwaukee. No, it's uh, the company that bought it bought the name Altera. And then they, they in Milwaukee. Well, that doesn't sound like a Pokemon at all. <laughs> they changed their name to Colectivo, which I believe they're unionized now. I believe they are the biggest coffee union in the world. I don't know oh, about no, it in the world. Because they only but... have shops in Milwaukee. Yeah, probably not that. I There's like 12 Colectivos in Milwaukee. They're, they're good. I like Colectivo. Some people I don't. I do as well. Colectivo them all. <laughs> 
That's a really good transition, actually. (laughs) I am good at this job. Boy, where do we start? We've been starting off with Pogo a lot recently, so let's skip it. Uh, so let's skip, skip Pogo all together. No, we actually yeah. only we we just have the event upcoming for Pogo, which I don't know if we talked about. We'll save I that know. for after the break, I guess. Uh, this is off Essentially Sports, the Pokemon company. Sh- <laughs> Immediately <laughs> sus. Immediately <laughs> sus.com. What does Essentially Sports have to do with Pokemon. The I will read the headline. The Pokemon Company shows off franchises' insane popularity with a statistic in the billions. The Pokemon video game franchise needs no introduction. In recent updates, the Pokemon Company took to their official website to share a blog post with their success. The popular publisher has shared that its titles have sold more than a staggering 444 million times. That was that was that was the news. Wait, there, what? That there's there things missing there. Units? What what is sold? Like, Look, I'm the, not, like this article. I is there even a blog? What about. is this made up blog? <laughs> is this <laughs> like that one website that says that Kabutops is the second hardest Pokemon to get in Red and Blue after <laughs> Mewtwo? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I... If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe that somebody would literally post that as a blog. I knew that this was going to happen. I knew that this would come up. So I pulled a different article off visualcapitalist.com. Oh my gosh. What are these things? What dark, deep web are you going to? What sort of back pass do you have into the worst sites in the world? Shipments over 440 million shipments as of March 2022. Yes, series is in nine languages, 43 billion cards, 13 languages for the cards. We've talked about this before for sure, and I think this conversation is going to come up anyways because of Scarlet and Violet. And the negative consensus is the Pokemon Company makes so much money, why does their trees look bad? Right. That's like the general gist of whatever. Or the Pokemon company makes so much money. Why does the animation's tail whip is bad? Whatever. You insert whatever bad thing you want. And then I mean, Picasso's make a lot of money, but I don't want that dude doing my portrait. But also then insert that like they make a lot of money. Those are your two things. I'm not happy with this. The company makes a lot of money. So this is from three years ago. This is from November 22nd, 2019 off visual capitalists uh, uh this it, is a much better website it is the world's 25 most successful media franchises and it has a breakdown here pokemon is number one so get a little old but that's why i put both articles together there was a thought process there if you just recently started listening to the show i think the last time we talked about this was probably closer to sword and shield release date so i think it's due of what's happening here So, again, end of 2019, I'll go through the general numbers here. The Pokemon Company, $92 billion in top 25 grossing media franchises of all time. Hello Kitty, $80 billion. It's funny because I've I've seen TikToks of this too, where like they'll be like, these are the biggest money make. And then they always get to Hello Kitty and they're like, I don't know why. It's like because you're American. That's (laughs) why. You've never left the United States. Do they list it as Hello Kitty or as Sanrio? Hello Kitty. That's weird. Because I always, like, I mean, Hello Kitty is not my favorite of them. No, it's not right? my favorite either. But 
Hello Kitty is popular literally everywhere. It is. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> everywhere. I, mean, you can go to, I can go to the Target in Richfield, Minnesota and find a Gudetama toy. Like, I don't understand, like, how you could say, like, Hello Kitty, what? Like, literally, <laughs> go to anywhere. Tourist stops have a Hello Kitty something in the back. Mm-hmm. You can go to, like, your local grocery store. I am sure there's Hello Kitty something in there. I guarantee in this very room I have Hello Kitty stuff. I bought I, I don't I don't drink alcohol at all, but I bought Hello Kitty sake when I was at they had um it was like sake, wine, and then something else. I think the last one was vodka. <laughs> but I was at a Japanese marketplace in Chicago and it's funny because for whatever reason the alcohol industry can get away with advertising to children. In whatever way they want, but they had like th- the three Hello Kitty alcohols, and then they they had like little you know the tags that people put on your doorknob of like buy pizza. They oh had, yeah, yeah. They had like those tags on each one, being like, "This is not for children." And <laughs> well, it's probably I mean, associated. there are many so, adult so, fans of so Hello Kitty. There are adult products of the Hello Kitty variety. Uh, clearly, because if Pokemon was not here, Hello brand. Kitty would be number one. Uh, number three, Winnie the Pooh. Okay. I think Winnie the Pooh got really carried away with licensing at one point, and they just... Oh, I, and it was definitely much more popular when I was younger. Oh, yeah. way more popular when I was younger than today. Number four, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, see, this is weird, right? Because they say Pokemon as like the universal... But then they're doing like these individual characters because, like, for me, like, right, saying Hello Kitty is like saying Pikachu for Pokemon. Yeah. But then to say <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, because Winnie the Pooh is owned by Disney, Mickey Mouse is owned. Well, by Disney. Winnie the Pooh red shirt is owned by Disney. Winnie the Pooh no shirt is in public domain right now. Oh jeez. <laughs> it's a very like if you're doing fan art, it's a very important thing. If you put a red shirt on that bear, you are going to get sued. Okay. <laughs> It was no. after Mickey. After That'll Mickey, the deciding factor. After Mickey is Star Wars. Yeah. Also a Disney. After Star Wars is On Pond Man. Is that the cat? No. No. On Pond Man is the Japanese like superhero for actual children. On Pond Man is maybe like Japan's Barney. I guess it's oh, like that same okay. age range. Mm-hmm. I have to look it up because I can never remember what On Pond Man. When was. I met, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew and his wife in Japan, and I met their twins. Which I want to say at the, they were maybe like three or four or five. Kids' ages are, I'm just uh, blind to age. They were not five because they are going to be going to kindergarten this fall. <laughs> yeah, so they, could, they could walk and they could barely talk. So it's about two, two and a half to three. Okay. But we met them in Kobe, where the An Pan Man Museum is. And the delicious beef comes from. And they had a giant statue of Anpan Man. Like, well, they had Anpan Man pretty much everywhere. Also, if you're in Japan, it's like once you figure out who Anpan Man is, and you're in Japan, it's it's like the Hello Kitty situation. You can't like not find Anpan. Like they're everywhere. But Andrew's kids just lost their mind. They were like Anpan Man, Anpan Man, Anpan Man, like nonstop. They were very into Anpan Man. And I think the thing about Anpan Man. And why it's like really good for little kids is it's very easy for a small child to say on Pond Man. Like it's designed to be able to be mm-hmm. said very easily for kids. After on Pond Man is Disney princesses. I don't know what that means. What? 
Look, I'm just I'm look, I'm going through. How do you not know what Disney prints? No, I know what that means, but like like, Yeah, they're coming up with these categories. Number the after Disney princesses is Mario. Mario. It's me, a Mario. Mario. After that is uh Shonen Jump. I think I said that right. Shonen Jump. Oh, Shonen Jump, yeah. Which is a magazine. This is a magazine. It's not a character. Uh, and it's then, like a brand, really, at this point. Yeah. Sorry, Mario was $36 billion. I, I forgot that. Star Wars was $65 billion. Just to remind you, Pokemon, we were at $92 billion. Then we have Harry Potter at $30 billion. We have the Marvel Cinematic Universe at $29 billion. Spider-Man at $27 billion. <laughs> which, is a, which is a Marvel. Uh, yeah. But, no, Spider-Man but, is but, half Sony. Or one yeah, fourth Spider-Man Sony. Is no, 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 no. Spider-Man a movie is company. a Marvel character. The rights to make the movies belong to Sony, possibly. <laughs> but that doesn't make Spider-Man not a Marvel yeah, character. But not it's separate from the Marvel the Cinematic Universe, owns which who? they don't own Spider-Man Cinematic Spider-Man. In three years, 90% of this list will be owned by Disney. Yeah, well, because Marvel is owned by Disney. <laughs> Marvel is owned by Disney. Well, Marvel Cinematic Universe is definitely owned by Disney. After Spider-Man is Gundam, which is $26 billion. Gundam is still that big? The- oh, but people love those models, man. I, I mean, I get it, but I'm surprised that that's still that big. I thought they would be dipped below the billion mm-hmm. mark. Mm-hmm. And then we have Batman. At twenty-six billion dollars, Dragon Ball Z at twenty-four billion, Barbie at twenty-four billion, Fist of the North Star at twenty-one billion, Cars, the Pixar movie at twenty-one billion. Oddly enough, Toy Story after that at twenty billion. Both of those movies are doused in merchandise in stores. After that is One Piece at twenty billion, Lord of the Rings at nineteen billion. James Bond at 19 billion, Yu-Gi-Oh at 19 billion, Peanuts the with Snoopy if you're young and you don't know what Peanuts is at 17 billion and uh, finally Minnesota product Transformers at 17 billion. So, more than meets the eye. So I, I am shocked. Where's the minions? <laughs> How have the minions not made this list? Look, they're too young. True, I guess. So we go back to the initial conversation is I'm not happy with these video games because of X. They make the most money in the world, media-wise, $92 billion. Of the video game part of the $92 billion, the video games bring in $17 billion of the $92 billion. And not even half. And well more than half. The merchandise alone, that is T-shirts, plushes, more plushes, $100 metal Pokeballs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's some cool buys. You name it. That is 61. Fitness clothing that deceives Steve into thinking it's biking clothing. That's sure. True. They did take pictures on a bike. That is $61 billion of the night. It is two-thirds. Two-thirds of all of their money is plushes is action figures, is coloring books. It is a lot. And I I just want to remind people that, yes, the Pokemon company makes a lot of money, 
when they sell a Pikachu plush, that is not a dollar going into Game Freak to be like, ah, yes, we can enhance our bush engine to make sure that it's the, the finest bush in the... Like, when a plush is sold, Game Freak isn't suddenly, like, doused... Like, I don't know what the Pokemon company is doing with their money, but I don't think it's, like... I, really? Okay, to be fair, they can't decide to invest the money from other products into other things. They could, yes. But they are going to invest, like every company does, where they make the most money. So if merchandise makes them the most money Two-thirds and the most profit, of their money. they are going to push the money there because that's where they make the big bucks. The trading cards is different than merchandise. The trading cards is $10 billion of the $92 billion. So, again, the merchandise is $61 billion, which is two-thirds. Video games is $17 billion. The card games is pieces of paper, $10 billion. Like, literally half of the video games is just them mm. printing. And they still don't have a good live client to play online. <laughs> well, Why are they investing the that $60 million into a good TCGO online player? The comic books and manga, $1.5 billion for Pokemon. Movies. Why are they still making a movie every year? Well, it brings them $1.31 billion. And then the home entertainment, that would be like DVD sales and sell. Oh, that's, I, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, almost a billion. It's $860 million for that. So That's where Pokemon Sleep slides in. And then if, if we were to compare this to Hello Kitty of the 80 billion, Hello Kitty's merchandise is about 80 billion of the 80 billion. They, <laughs> what else do they make? <laughs> they have um, some comics and manga. Yeah, and, I mean, they have some comics about some and they, movies. They have um, uh, about $3 million sales in music. I'm not sure exactly what that music is, but. Good. Of uh, Winnie well, the Pooh, of the $75 billion, uh, $74 billion is merchandise. Mickey Mouse is pretty much the same thing. $65 billion of Star Wars. $40 billion of that is merchandise. merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can... Star Wars was the originator of merchandise. Oh, it was the merchandise. one that started it all. Here, hold on. To jump over to... Within reach. To jump over it's to still in the original video game stuff, Mario... Audio. $36 billion here. $30 billion of the $36 billion is their video game sales, which is almost double Pokemon's video game sales. So Mario games look really great. I don't think anyone's debating how great Mario Odyssey looks or Mario Striker or whatever the new Strikers game comes out or tennis. I play Mario Party way too often, unfortunately. My wife loves Mario uh... Party. We've never been never invited for Mario Party. Never uh, played well, it. well, we can make it happen. Just like lunch. We'll get lunch. The stars will align. The three of us will get lunch. And then the three of us can you play You know, Mario. the person that is the person that wakes up at like 4 p.m. needs I, I to plan the lunchtime. For to record this. So, again, Mario is $30 billion. Pokemon is $17 billion. It's just a very interesting t- statistic, even though Pokemon games sell really well. I think there's a lot more Mario titles. There are, there. yeah. I mean, like, oh, there's a lot. Mario's on everything. In everything, does everything. Mario gets around. Mario's merchandise, though, only four point three billion. Oh, the very after small you here. buy the hat, what else do you need? Well, but yeah, and a lot of the Mario merchandise just looks dumb. It's like it's I don't want to have it in my house. We can go through the list, but I think that's just a interesting thing that yes, the Pokemon Company makes a lot of money. Yes, 
the, all of that money that they're making are just not going back into Pokemon Shuffle. I, you would want it to go into Pokemon Shuffle, maybe a little bit in the cafe mix, but I think a lot of it is going back into how many more ways can we stuff Pikachu and put that they on the show. They don't even make Pokemon Shuffle anymore. You know they don't. That, that's the problem. They're not making enough money. The $92 billion, they could spare a billion for Shuffle. No. Uh, no, that game is garbage. <laughs> match match threes are done. <laughs> they need nah, to, the match, match threes, threes are over. They just need to build a story around it that's better than the story they had. Got it. Speaking of merchandise, <laughs> Pokemon Center and Craft Sportswear mm-hmm. are, are teaming mm-hmm. up together. I've never even heard of this company. I had to look it up they the other day. Cheese. It is a craft sportswear is a is a company. They're in the same price range as like Lululemon. Oof. That's too expensive. You're you got that right. Being a Pokemon requires strength and commitment. This is off Pokemon.com. I'm going to add my own <laughs> words to this sentence. Don't being That's a Pokemon re- trainer requires money and more money. Because these clothes are insanely expensive. They're not that bad. If I wanted the hoodie and jogger combo, it was like $150. That's called quality, baby. I don't know. Well, I don't know because I've never heard of Kraft. The Pokemon Company and Kraft Sportswear Collaboration offers a necessary, offers the necessary motivation to train hard. This line includes a full assortment of innovative apparel that is perfect for adventures across all regions, no matter the weather or terrain, Pikachu, Gengar, Lucario, Gardevoir, or a few Pokemon beautifully showcased on the line's unique performance-grade t-shirts, tank tops, joggers, jackets, shorts, socks, and more. Exclusively at the Pokemon Center, Kraft's versatile tops and bottoms, happy Pride Month, and accessories offer trainers in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. an opportunity to prepare for battles ahead. Whether you're working solo or training for competition, Craft and Pokemon Center has you covered. Jeez, these clothes are expensive. Okay, that isn't even the part that I'm annoyed by. The good designs are only in women's styles. Hey, it's and that it's 2022. That don't let the the yeah. The, don't let the, the, the I'm gen- telling you right now, no those, those cuts do not work on my body. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought not with that, oh, attitude. I could fit that. Nah, it won't. Like, the Gardevoir Essence jacket is amazing, and I'm already looking at the cut, and I'm like, there is not a chance that that cut will fit my body. Not a chance. The only thing I don't understand is the pictures on the landing page. One of the bike pictures, which deceived Steve, shows a blue pair of shorts with a yellow Pikachu on it. But when I go Mm -hmm. into the (laughs) section, there is no... Blue pair of shorts with a Pikachu. <laughs> no, there isn't. Maybe it already sold out. It doesn't it's exist. Still be listed. Yeah. I did go to Kraft's website. They have their own website. They sell their own stuff. The hoodie that I was looking at, which is the Pokemon Center Gengar Unified Burgundy hoodie, which is $90. The same hoodie I found on their website that was in all black, no Gengar, no words, just Kraft, was $70. So the Pokemon tax Pokemon on this tax. is about 20 if you want a Gengar slapped in the back of this hoodie. I know Lululemon is expensive, and I have zero... And a scam. I have zero Lululemon stuff. I also hear that company is bad at the higher-ups. It's up. a scam. 
And so Nike, I guess, would be the like the second sports stuff. I like I do have some Nike stuff when I worked at Apple because Nike is on the board of directors at Apple or whatever. Like Apple employees would get discounts for Nike stuff. So I have like a little bit of Nike stuff. But I don't think Nike is known as like this amazing quality anymore. Uh, it depends on which line you buy. They have a range. But like a, a moisture yeah, wicking high t-shirt quality. from Nike is like, what, like $35, maybe 30 30 to 50 I've never owned a moisture wicking hoodie. I also don't work out. So I don't, I don't know if I see True. the value at $90. I don't sweat, so it doesn't do anything. For oh, jeez. Aren't you Did you go special? outside yesterday? I went outside yesterday, yes. instantly started sweating. Holy cow, nope. it was so hot out. Uh, no, wow. I don't sweat. <laughs> this is a known issue. It, it annoys my husband to no end. I just don't sweat because I'm always cold, right? Like, my body is just always cold. So standing outside in the humidity when I went for a walk, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm finally warm. This is nice. I thought it was lovely out. Will, you're the, you're the clanging and banging guy. You pay $90 for a hoodie? I have. I hate Greg. I've never seen you in a whole biking outfit like I Greg have. Greg and I have gone to the gym b- together before. When are we going to play Gre- Mario Party? Greg clangs and bangs. I know. Um, I, I'm at the gym six days a week. Thank you very here's much. Here's the issue. I, I think this issue falls in the same line of <laughs> I would not make my first trip to the UK Pokemon related if I'm spending. That much money for a piece of fitness gear? Mm-hmm. I'm not buying Pokemon fitness gear. <laughs> I'm going to buy something a little more tuned towards what I'm trying to accomplish. My bigger question for Steve, have you bought the Farfetch'd hoodie yet? No. Oh, my gosh. Wait, that is the worst design ever. The, like, what? orange and black one? It's so no, bad. it's gray. The gray one is okay, but the orange and black one is awful i used to be so into zip-ups and very against pullovers and there was something that happened in my life traumatic i'm not sure probably but now i am very into the 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 pullover phase i i don't think i want zip-ups anymore uh what's wrong with the orange and black one okay so the i think the farfetch design is great and it uses a lot of like the trans pride flag colors which i i just like love that blue and the pink they look really good together but you have this blue, pink, very cute Farfetch on this harsh, bad orange black camo. And if you look at just like the shirts above where it's like watercolor of like blue and pink and white, like why didn't they just slap the Farfetch onto that? It would have looked significantly why, better. What, wait, what that t- ain't camo. What, <laughs> That's what tie-dye. Type, what type is Farfetch? N- normal normal flying. flying. Okay, so I'm in the hoodie section. I click on flying <laughs> for Pokemon type. This this website drives me insane. That, that Did it is, ban you yet? Because if you're on the website for more than five minutes, you're going to get IP banned. It doesn't. I click flying. There's no Farfetch. It doesn't come up as one of the hoodies. It's just the design is so bad. It is bad. <sighs> that is not camo. It's like acid wash or whatever. It is tie-dye. No, uh, it says it says it in the name. It says it's tie dye. Sure, they can put tie dye in the name, shirt. but it's literally just orange and black, and it looks terrible. Yeah, that's tie dye. You can do two color tie dye. It doesn't have to be some 
Grateful Dead psychedelic <laughs> monstrosity. When I think tie-dye, I do think of Grateful Dead. Everybody does. What's amazing is this man will go out in public wearing Starfield Galaxy pajamas pants. Yeah. But this is too much for this him to wear. This is a step too this far. Is, this is where I draw the line. Never on my temple of a body. <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Uh, also off Pokemon.com, Poketoon animated shorts arrive on Pokemon TV on June 17th. So that is this weekend. You'll want to tune in. Tune is T-O-O-N. You know what I hate about World of Warcraft? People would call their characters tunes. I, it drove me. I, I hated it. I don't know. I don't like the word tune, I guess. I mean, I why does that issues. bother you? I don't they know were, why it bothers me. They were unrealistic artistic cartoon styles. That's why they were called tunes. You'll want to tune in to Pokemon TV on June 17th for the English language premiere of the first Poketoon a series animated shorts that were originally published in Japanese languages for Pokemon Kids TV YouTube. Each episode tells a different story from silly to heartwarming, and each are presented in a unique art style that makes it stand out from other Pokemon animation. There are eight Poketoons in total, and they will release every Friday with the first episode Scraggy and Mimikyu arriving on June 17th on Pokemon TV. The series will appear on the official Pokemon YouTube channel later this fall. I've watched them all in the original language. So I don't. There wasn't even any words in the first episode. It's (laughs) it's like a black and white film. (laughs) Have you watched the Hisui in Snow? No, I've not. I I think there's like what one more episode left. For me, it's just like I I'll wait for them all to come out. There's like they're like six minutes long. They're so pretty though. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I'll just uh, I need the Netflix thing. I just want to binge it all at the same time. We live in this world. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we got some Pogo news, and I actually think that's it. It's a very, very light news week. That's fine. Um, of us have to get back to our jobs. Our actual physical paying jobs, so, instead of this volunteer charity work we do. So we will be right back. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. If you've listened to podcasts, you probably know what Squarespace is. But if you don't, (laughs) it is the all-in-one platform for building your brand, growing your business online. With Squarespace, you can stand out with not only a beautiful, but an engaging website where you can sell anything. The products, your podcast, your books, your uh, blog, and even your time. I mean, we can get down to brass tacks, which yeah. is an expression that nobody uses anymore. But we don't use brass if tacks. you just like had a wild hair to <laughs> another expression nobody uses anymore, <laughs> to create a website of expressions that nobody uses anymore, and you're like, well, it, websites are so hard to do. It's not worth me putting in the time and effort to make, even though I'm passionate about expressions that people don't use anymore, uh, I'm not going to just go to Squarespace. It's so simple to throw within an hour. You can have a beautiful looking website put together, listing out. It'll, you can categorize, get all your expressions listed, have a form for people to submit some expressions for you to evaluate and judge whether the people use them anymore or not. Go wild. I mean, oh, my stars and garters, the things you can do with 
True. Hitch your wagon to the hitching post. Who knows? You can get analytics. You can create custom templates. You can sell your upcoming book, Expressions Nobody Uses Anymore, by William Anderson. I'll bet dollars to donuts that if somebody were to sign up with our code, whatever it is, I don't know, so you could throw that in, that they'd have a wonderful experience It's super a Squarespace easy, website. Super intuitive. Even a child could do it. Don't beat around the bush. Head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCST for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use offer code PKMNCAST to save 10% off your first purchase of website and domain. Squarespace, insert slogan here. (laughs) (laughs) And we are back from our break. Off Pokemon Go Live, celebrate the Pokemon TCG Pokemon Go expansion with our Pokemon TCG crossover event. Boy, for making $93 billion in however many years, they're very bad at mixing two of their brands together. (laughs) Have we talked about this a bunch? Yes. Yes. I'm going to say this now before I forget. Niantic did invite me out to the Seattle GoFest. They are paying for something. I don't know what that is yet. I think they are paying for both my flight and my hotel up to a certain amount. I don't know. I booked my flight and hotel before they offered to pay. And then they said, you have to book through this website so we can reimburse you. And then I said, so do you want me to cancel my stuff? And they're like, no, we can reimburse you the old way. It's just easier if you go through the new way. And I was like, Mm. so do you want me to cancel my stuff? And they were like, no, you could just do the old way, but the new way is easier. And I was like, do you want me to cancel? I haven't, uh, whatever. I don't know. They're supposed to, I'm just full disclosure. So you. I am going to Germany as well. That they're not paying for. So just to be clear. I believe that I, I'm required to make one YouTube video about the Seattle GoFest. I think that's part of my travel expense payment for Seattle. For Germany, they're not paying for, but I think they are paying for my ticket. So $35. Hey, you just spend $1,000 to get there. You know, we'll cover the 35 No big deal. I'm excited for Germany, but just disclosing that. I'll be in Seattle. I think Niantic says I have a meet and greet, too. And uh, Joke's on them. No one wants to meet me. <laughs> yeah, because oh. the two people they want to meet aren't invited. People will walk up to your table and say, who are you? Don't worry. I, I hope no one walks up to my table. I'd be very okay with zero line. Just just, just say hi to me on the street. It's fine. Growing that, growing that brand left and right. I should start a Squarespace. <laughs> there you go. My Squarespace page is... How not to meet me? Uh, no, I'm, I, the reason I go to these events is to meet people, so I don't think I need a dedicated section to do that, but Niantic seems excited, so I, I'm definitely excited. It's like very flattering. There's a lot of content creators out there, so for them to be like, hey, we're willing to pay for your flight and stuff, that's very nice. I, get, I don't know. Does that mean I make it? Do I put that on my LinkedIn? Papa Niantic paying for flights now? Put me in the back of the plane? Anyways, this will start Thursday, June 16th, and it will end Thursday, June 30th. So by the time this podcast will be up, this event will be on its way. We got three new Pokemon debut. 
We have Wimpod, Golisapod, and Pikachu wearing a TCG hat. <laughs> what is a hat TCG Pikachu. hat? It's got cards on it. <sighs> sure does. It's not a good hat. It's a bad hat. Oh, it's just a blue hat with like a... With two weird cards on it. Yeah. Meltan will return and can be shiny if you're lucky trainers. There you go, Will. Now's your time. I already spent the candy. Says I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason to be mad is that I literally put all of my candy into Meltan and I was still four short. <laughs> the key to catching Meltan is the mystery box. You can get the mystery box by sending a Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home or sending a Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. I don't remember what the odds for Shiny Meltan were before. I think it was like 1 in 80 or something. I'm not sure. They might change it. And then I think you have to wait. I think it's like 48 to 72 hours before you can open it again. There will be a new collection challenge themed around Pokemon in the TCG. Six collection challenges of varying difficulty. This will be available at the beginning of June 16th. You'll have until June 30th to complete it. The rewards will be XP, Allure Module, Incubator. You will also encounter Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, and Meltan from the rewards. You can keep the collection going with another three collection challenges available on June 23rd. That will also go until June 30th. You can complete it to earn additional encounters with Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise. The following Pokemon will appear more in the wild. Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Charmander, Charmeleon, Squirtle, Wartortle. Wow, I've never had an opportunity to catch any of those before. Alolan Rattata, Pikachu wearing a TCG hat, Slowpoke, Magikarp, Eevee, Spinarak, Natu, Apom, Nummel, Bidoof, P-Dove, Wimpod. Wimpod can not be shiny, by the way. If you're lucky, you may find Onix, Chansey, Snorlax, Dragonite, and Slack King in the wild. Lunatone and Solrock will be featured for this event, for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> are they good tcg cards no. no uh these pokemon will be appearing around the world for the duration of the event after the event end lunatone will appear in the western hemisphere and Solrock will appear in the eastern hemisphere there will be a field research for ivysaur charmeleon wartortle pikachu wearing a hat wimpod and if you're lucky venusaur charizard blastoise snorlax dragonite and slacking will appear in field research venusaur charizard blastoise can be shiny Ivysaur, Charmeleon, Wartortle cannot be shiny. Yeah, why? I don't know. If you hate money, one-star raids, Chansey, Larvitar, Timber, Wimpod. Three-star raids, Alolan, Executor, Snorlax, Dragonite, Slacking. Mewtwo will return and can be shiny. And Mega Raids will feature Venusaur, Charizard, Mega Venusaur, Mega Charizard X, Mega Charizard Y, Mega Blastoise. All four of those can be shiny. And the TCG Go expansion will not be available in Russian or Turkish. That is on the, just, you know, to the three people who listen to us in Russia. Sorry. That's the event. I think it's kind of a weak event, but also I feel like people are probably burnt out from GoFest. So maybe it's okay that this is a weaker event. Unclear. Uh, why do you say it's weak? It seems to be the same as every other event that they ever Um, do. Weak as in like... It is very Gen 1 heavy, and if you've been playing since day one, a lot of these Pokemon you probably don't need to catch any more of. Yeah, but you can get Wimpod and Glissopod. Glisopod. Glisopod, yeah. And it's 400 candy for Wimpod. Your favorite. 
I wonder if Wimpod runs super easy. Probably. That would be the style, but it's also Pokemon Go, so probably not. I mean, Abra technically runs easy too, so. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know. This like I'm I'm like looking at the list. Do I need any more Bulbasaur? No. Charmander? No. Squirtle? Eevee? No. The only things I guess I really care about here is Pikachu. And Pikachu with the hat. You got the, the hat. shiny Pikachu with a TCG I hat. Do like to collect the shiny hat Pikachus? I do. I guess Slowpoke would be okay. I guess I don't have a shiny Slowpoke yet. So that'd be cool. Impossible to tell if it's shiny or not, but would be cool. <laughs> I mean, you'll see the sparkle. <laughs> Mewtwo coming back, I guess, is exciting. I already have like two, three shiny Mewtwo's in Pogo, so I don't know why I would want to remote raid in. Like, I already have, like, two Mewtwo's at max CP as well. I guess somebody out there is grinding for Mewtwo candy, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is like I, Sometimes I, things are not for you. Mewtwo is a, it's such an interesting Pokemon when it comes to my experience with casual players. Casual people just love Mewtwo. There's something about Mewtwo where they just gravitate, because probably it's, like, the was the first legendary that really stood out to be super powerful and mm. end game stuff. And it made you cry when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember playing Pogo with my mom and she, she did have a bunch of legendaries, but she didn't care about she, like, she wanted Mewtwo so badly. And I finally did a Mewtwo raid with her. We were, I was some community. I think it was Chikorita community day. Cause that's when Meltan appeared. I think Mewtwo was still in raids around then. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like I think we went to the third ward in Milwaukee. There was Mewtwo raids. We jumped in. And she was like over the moon excited that she like finally got Mewtwo. And I was like, it's just, it's just Mewtwo. <laughs> Don't yuck somebody else's yum. Yeah. She just really wanted that Mewtwo. She was very, very excited to finally get him. Yeah, this uh, this event exists. It's here. The details that Mewtwo will know Shadow Ball or, or Psy Strike, depending on, I, I think it will know Shadow Ball for a week and then it switches to Psy Strike for a week. Because Mewtwo should be around for two weeks in general. Other bit of news here is there's a single Battle Cup registration is happening right now. That's in Sword and Shield. It is going to use Rank Battle Series 9 regulations, which means Mythical Pokemon and the More Powerful Legendary, which is funny that they say More Powerful Legendary. That's so vague <laughs> unless you know what they're talking about. That means like U2 and Kyogre and Groudon and Shadow Rider Calyrex, those are banned. You can put together a team without using any of these restricted Pokemon to show off your skills. The reward is 50 battle points. Whether you win or lose, you can register until June 23rd through the Battle Stadium. The competition will take place June 23rd to June 26th. It's just single battles. Uh, no box legends. Like, I don't know. That's a thing. It's cool that you get 50 battle points whether you win or lose. But who's like scraping for 50 battle points at this point? Three years into Sword and Shield. You don't need the battle points if you're still playing. It's <laughs> what do you need them for? Fun. I wish. I mean, yeah, if you, this is something you enjoy. There are people who enjoy this, just, just regardless of what the reward is. Yeah. There are people that like single battles <laughs> and they want to see where they fall on a tournament situation. That is a thing. Good, good luck to. Those people that like to sit in Stealth Rock. Yeah, no, my life. <laughs> Craig's secret lover of Stealth Rock. 
Sets right. it up for every CPU battle. I have stealth rocks all over this house. You never mm-hmm. know when you get hit when you walk through my house. Question of the week. I want to hear the question of the week. This is from Steven. How has your relationship with Pokemon franchise changed since becoming a sometimes sponsored content creator of Pokemon? There's only one person here that can answer that question. You? I'm just going to say, no, 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 I've no, never no. been sponsored. I've never been a sponsored content creator. You guys have gotten plenty of Niantic tickets from you. Yeah, the you're the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Niantic gave me and Will press passes back in the day. Well, that's true. So, of course, I only have very positive things to say about the franchise ever since I've become a sometimes sponsored Pokemon content creator. I don't know what this question means. I like Pokemon. <laughs> I've always liked Pokemon. It, the, 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 whatever small perks I may have gotten have not impacted my joy of Pokemon in one way or the other. I feel like this is one of those things where the order that people think happens is not the order that most people do. Like, you seek out sponsorships for things that you love already. They're like, you're going to go for a Pokemon sponsorship because you love Pokemon. So unless the company you're working with is hot, hot garbage and treats you poorly, it's not like they're buying something that doesn't already exist. Like, I really enjoy Pokemon, which is why I do this podcast. And so we seek out things to help support our love of the field. Mm-hmm. It's not like Niantic came to us and said, you've never played this game before, but we'll give you $5,000 to play it and start loving it. Like, that's not the order. I mean, we've literally been playing Pokemon since before YouTube, Twitch, yeah. etc. Justin TV or whatever it was existed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think some of the perks are nice. And I think it's different than like seeing like big streamers like stream Pokemon Unite for a day just because they were paid by Tencent or whoever, Timmy, or the Pokemon company to be like, hey, Pokemon Unite needs more attraction, so you normally pull 20,000 people. Here's money. Play Unite for today. That happened. That was like a real thing that happened on Twitch. And they did. They played Unite for a day and then never played and talked about it again because they collected their paycheck and did what they needed to do and moved on. And that's fine. I get it. Collect your paycheck. Play that video game for that paycheck. I would. But I never got into podcasting with the goal to like make money or to like get free stuff. And like the free stuff, it's that saying of what, like the grass is always greener on the other side. Like, I don't even know if that saying applies here. But I w- when I was not doing this full time and I was seeing other people get like free games or controllers or whatnot. And now I'm in the position where they send me free games and controllers. I can't pay my rent and controllers. I just can't. Like I have so many Power A or Mad Cats or I don't know whoever else makes control Mad Cats doesn't make any <laughs> controllers anymore. I have so many controllers I can't do anything with them. Like I just have a bunch and it's like, it was like very cool at first, but now it's like, yeah, it's there's another controller for the closet. I guess I'll bust it out eventually. I mean, if Will Greg comes over, I'll try to sneak controllers in their bag before they leave. Cause I, I, don't, sure. I don't need them anymore. So yeah, it's fine. Or there was stuff that was like flattering. Like when Pokemon company did this like celebration stuff and they sent me a bunch of celebration things like that was really flattering. 
Niantic reaching out being like, hey, we want to help pay for you to go to Seattle was like, geez. I think if anything, it's not even about the money. It's that like you're doing something right. Like, I'm not sure how I got here, but these people at these companies like what I am doing. And it's like validation that like the products we are making, they like as well as the audience likes. Oh, I should probably also say, oddly enough, the Pokemon company reached out to me and they are offering to pay my hotel room for Pokemon Worlds in London. So that's super exciting that they did that. And I'm allowed to say that now. They also were like, we can pay for your flight. And I was like, oh, I already booked that. And they're like, well, if you can't. Yeah, cancel, but if you use their website. Yeah, <laughs> well, if you use our website. And I was like, oh, I already booked that. Me and my wife are coming. And they're like, well, we can't pay for your wife. And I was like, yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. That's fine. My flights are direct. I'll just keep that. Because like, I don't want to be like, well, I'll save X amount of money. And then my wife's on a whole different flight. And I'm on a different flight. We're going to a different country. I was like, no. Nah. I think the comfort of sitting next to my wife on an eight-hour flight is pretty priceless. <laughs> See how we are left out in the cold, mm-hmm, Will? Mm-hmm. You don't even in have a passport. Cold. I will by the time Worlds comes out. I even told you that. Did you expedite it? No. I thought they said two months. When is Worlds? August. Uh, two months? Yeah, I will have it at the start of August. We'll book a flight in a hotel. Yeah. I'll tell you, flights to UK are way cheaper than flights to Ohio. I know that for sure. Jeez. Are they cheaper than flights to Indianapolis? Because I had to book that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. Last time I checked, a flight for to India was 700 I would also like to say that even though the Pokemon company has sent me cards or Niantic has sent me tickets or DNA has provided me gems, I don't think that has changed my opinion about certain things. You can read our YouTube comments or or whatnot, and people are like, wow, you guys are so negative on Pokemon. And then it's like, (laughs) we could literally spend 45 minutes talking about how great scarlet and violet look and then be like oh that tree looked bad and that that one sentence which is like just a throwaway (laughs) joke just ruins the 45 minutes of positivity but yeah you know like even with pokemon masters and dna providing me gems like there has been plenty of conversations on the show where it's like pokemon masters is not great right now and pokemon masters is pretty good but there was times where pokemon masters was bad oh yeah there's time. I remember those times. A good spot right now. We're getting a new pair soon. I'm excited. The last thing I would say is I think there's a lot of truth to it where you turn your hobby into like a job and then all of a sudden it wears off and the novelty's gone and it's like not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've never. Do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life is a it's lie. It's not true. <laughs> it's so not true. And I've never, I've never felt that with Pokemon. The last, like, 11 years of doing this. Question of the week. Uh, Pokemon of the week. Oh, gee. Okay. So last week's Pokemon, I had planned on doing one Pokemon, but then I couldn't do it. And then I referenced a fossil Pokemon that recently became available. And this weird thing about being the only one of its type that a Pokemon introduced in the same generation it was, it was introduced got an alternate form recently. It had had the same type but switched. Dave, that's all you needed. I don't remember this one. <laughs> this is gonna have to be on Steve. It's Chatot Bear Tick. 
Beartick. Tatat's not a fossil Pokemon. Beartick's not. What fossil Pokemon have recently been introduced? It's Tyrant. Tyrant is correct. Because Tyrant and Amora recently got introduced in Pokemon Go. Amora is rock ice. Yep. Which it was the only rock ice for a while, but in Legends Arceus, the Avalog is ice rock. Mm. Did you guys do but the Avalog was introduced in Gen 6 at the same time that Amora was, which is what that sentence was trying to convey. Did you guys do the fossil event on Sunday? Nope. No. I mean, I was at I was at brunch and I played a little bit, but nah, not really. I did get that one fossil that everybody was like, "I need to get that one." I blah 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 from an egg. I don't remember. Portuga? Oh, the the turtle. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm still missing Archon. Oh, I got that from an egg. Uh, I did the thing that I hate. I purposely got myself seven k eggs because that's where Archon and Tortuga was, and then I used a bunch of incubators. Because I was hoarding incubators. You bought, okay. And I hatched nothing but Shieldons and Craniodos, which they were just around my feet. I could see them and catch them. <laughs> and then I, I walked. I put the effort in. I did what Niantic wanted. I walked. And then I just hatched more of them. And it didn't feel good. It was not a good experience. It was actually very bad. It made me feel bad that I made room for these eggs, and then I put them in incubators, and then they were just the same things that I was catching. Welcome to Pokemon Go. It was not fun. I did get Shiny Shield on and Shiny Rampart. But you went and visited a new area of the city. I I saw the giant spoon. Yeah! I still have not seen the giant spoon. I've been here almost three years. Let's go. Yeah, We can get lunch. We can see the spoon. We come back and play Mario Party. That's a lot to ask for one afternoon. (laughs) Afternoon. That's a whole right. Are you ready day. for this? Uh, do you have opinions? Tyrant trivia, shiny. Uh, good shiny. Good shiny. Oh, I, have, I, I love the shiny. I know that. I, does it have a shuffle? Yeah, it has a shuffle. It's Gen 6. Tyrant uh, has some similarities with Amora. They're both rock type introduced in Gen 6. They share the same best base stat total of 362. They both evolve at level 39. Although Tyrant oh, evolves during amazing. the day, uh, Tyrant evolves at day instead of during night. Tyrant is the only Pokemon that is type combination Rock Dragon. It is the only Rock type Pokemon in the Dragon Egg group, and it was designed by Hitoshi Ariga. I think is how you say that. Yeah, that's close. Also, note that in Pokemon Go, you can only evolve Tyrant during the day. That remains the shiny for this. It's so good. The shuffle is very good, but the shiny is excellent. All right. This week's Pokemon. Pay very close attention because some people have recently been asking, is there a reference? And somebody will say there's one. Here we go. This monster, whose Japanese name is translated into English as Deep Sea King, Devil Shark, has 1,700 attack and 600 defense. It has a water attribute with a fish effect type and is a level 4 monster. Its effect text reads, Once per turn, if this card would be destroyed by an effect that does not target it, it is not destroyed. It was used by Honda in 5D's World Championship 2009 Stardust Accelerator. I cannot believe this is how far we've this e is Honda? The, the, the lowest of the low. Exactly. Street Fighter? 
Somebody paid me $50,000. Dang. I don't think it costs $50,000 to fly to UK, so you got the better deal. I mean, I got $50,000 in my pocket, and I don't have to go <laughs> to the UK? Yes, yeah. that's a great deal. It sounds great to me. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. By the time this podcast will come up, I will probably be back in the Twin Cities. I am no longer going to the North America International Championships. Neither Niantic nor the Pokemon Company are paying for that. And I uh, did not want to pay the $700 to fly to Ohio. So I know I talked about being there. Will not be there. So when I get back, we'll be streaming on Twitch. And then I believe I should have some front page time on Twitch. Whatever that means, the last week of the month before I head out to Germany, and then I'll be doing Pokemon Go Fest in Germany. So that's the plan, at least. But if you want to follow the socials, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, PKMNCAST. You want to follow Greg on Twitter at White Wing, Will on Twitter at Wash in the Sink. Thank you for making it to the end. And yeah, I think that's it. We will be back next week. This is another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super sponsored by Diet Dr. Pepper. Please give me the Diet Dr. Pepper. I will hawk your product day in, day out. Love it. Get at me. Skip, skip, skip Steve. He doesn't know what he's doing. Skip me too. I don't drink caffeine drinks. (laughs) 